0: Welcome to the Facility Dude Podcast. Here's your hosts, Bob, Papa Dude Bittner, and Tony Butler.
1: All right. Welcome back to the Facility Dude Podcast, everyone. My name is Grace Tester. I work in client engagement here at Facility Dude, and I'm with Bob, Papa Dude Bittner. How are you doing, Bob? I'm doing
0: really good today.
1: Thanks for letting me be here again. i um, Tony is going to be out for the next little while, so I am filling in in the studio, and we are literally about six days away from our conference. I
0: can't believe it.
1: (laughs) It has come way too quickly, and it will be here before you know it, so this week we are in not panic mode, but we are in, we know what the prize is, and we are headed towards it. (laughs) We're
0: certainly doing a lot of the final uh, prep work. And uh, I'm, I'm uh, making my PowerPoint slides, uh, putting the finishing touches on them, so uh, we're ready to go next week. Absolutely. I'm really, really excited about our conference this year.
1: I am too. It's really my favorite time of year. We really get to um, get that face time with our clients that we, we don't get during the year a lot of the time, and it's just it's a good time. So uh, I think a follow-up from last week, we're going to continue to talk about the classes that we have, and, and just a highlight on one of your classes again, Bob, correct?
0: Exactly. And one of the classes that I'm going to talk about, it's, it's around energy savings, but a lot of times people just get totally overwhelmed by uh, the energy savings opportunities out there. It's a big line item in our budget, yeah. one of the one of the biggest ones, other than manpower, is utilities, and people uh, are often, the facility managers, energy managers, are all always under the gun, uh, how can you save us some money, how can we do this cheaper? We just become overwhelmed and we just think like we're carrying this big bag of problems on our back of how am I going to save energy. So we're going to kind of unwrap some things for you at the conference and just give you kind of a a peek at it today about how to uh, lighten that load a little bit.
1: Right, right. And so the name of your class this year is Finding Energy to Save Energy, right? (laughs)
0: Exactly. And uh, we all know that we've got plenty to do Mm -hmm. and it's just one of those things that you say, I don't even know if I got the energy to do this. Absolutely. Or not. So we're gonna we're gonna unpack some things that uh, will really uh, will really help you save some energy, do some great things. Don't get frustrated by it. And I, I think one of the best analogies that I have for this class is the old saying is how do you eat an elephant? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's one bite at a time, yeah. right? And we we often uh, feel like there's this elephant on our shoulders, and we're getting a lot of pressure to save. And so uh, where do you start? And there's, believe me, there are tons of people out there that have lots of great ideas that they want to engage you, and sometimes you just become overwhelmed with all the opportunities to save energy. Sure, sure. I used to have uh, salesmen come, and they'd say, well, I can save you 25% on your energy bill. I can save you 15%. And I said, if I added all the savings up, that uh, you guys were going to save me, you'd be paying me to burn electricity. <laughs> so you got to be kind of careful sometimes about uh, what people are telling you. But I think the very, very basic place to start is just to understand how much you're spending. Sure. There's a couple components about energy that uh, as facility managers, as energy managers, you really have to understand. And that's where are you today? Right. How much are you spending? What is it costing you uh, to have that energy turned on in your building? How much is it costing you to heat the building, to cool the building? Even that can seem to be a big task sometimes. Where do I get that information? I don't always see it. Maybe the bills go to accounting. One of the things is you ought to have some kind of a system that uh, provides that information to you in a pretty easily accessible way to do that. We have a solution uh, at Facility Dude that allows us to do that. It's a great tool if you don't have a tool. I'd certainly recommend you looking at it, but there's other tools out there as well. Mm-hmm. One of the other things that we have um, uh, just in the last year started providing our clients is another service of being able to get that uh, utility data directly from your utility providers and have it loaded into our solution that it totally automates the whole process. Right. So they don't even have to sit down and look at the utility bill. They can just pop up their screen and uh there it is and so that's kind of the beginning point of where do i find the energy to find energy well let somebody else do some of the lifting for you
1: right because I, I think the big portion of that right is just being knowing where to look to find all that historical data to find you know getting on the phone and calling your utility company and that kind of thing so that in itself trying to find the time to do that and the energy to do that in itself can be
0: overwhelming and in a lot of places uh Uh, You know, you have at least three uh, utilities uh, to a facility. Mm -hmm. At a very minimum, you've got electric, gas, and water in most all cases. Uh, Maybe not gas, maybe it's fuel oil or some other uh, heating source that you use. But most buildings have at least three sources. And then if you have multiple buildings, that adds up pretty quick. And even there, I would say start with your bigger buildings. Don't start with your garage or the dugout at your baseball field. (laughs) Start Start with some of your bigger buildings. Uh, Start proving some things. See how it works for you. Start small. Don't become overwhelmed. Don't think you have to produce it all today. But start small and and start working at it. And uh, you'll soon find that you're producing some fairly significant uh, savings. And so start with some baby steps. Start small. Start with some baby steps. Go from there in, in uh, telling your story. One of the things that I would recommend very strongly also as you start to produce some savings, talk about it. right? Share it with people so people know what you're doing. People know that uh, if, if people know that you're saving money, they're going to be more engaged to help you. And the more people that you become engaged in helping, the better off, better off you are.
1: Absolutely. And even just sharing that story can then help another facility manager down the road know okay, don't get overwhelmed and understand how you did that and how you went about that process to find those savings in your organization.
0: Exactly, and and you want to do it before somebody demands it of you. Sure. And there's a lot of there's a lot of talk today about real time metering versus utility bill information, and I think you need both of those things. But uh, again, I would start with the bill data because people want to know dollars and cents. People want to know exactly how much it's costing, and that's usually, from an outsider's perspective, the gauge on whether you're saving energy or not. Most of us as facility managers or energy managers look at um, uh, some different measurements like BTUs Mm -hmm. or KBTUs, how much you're really spending, and we want to normalize that across weather, we want to normalize it across calendar, and all those things are important what am I using today versus yesterday? All those things are important, but a lot of people really look at dollars and cents. How much did it cost me? Right. And so I would not get so overwhelmed with uh, a lot of the hype that's out there. Certainly real-time metering is important, and you may even have some real-time metering uh, today that you're not even aware of in your facility. If you have a building automation system, a lot of times there's metering that's already there. I know that what we did, um, uh, in the, what I've done in the past, is I contacted my utility company and said, I want you to put a meter on there that I can pull pulses off of so that I can get some real-time data. I don't want to add a lot of extra
1: right.
0: uh, hardware to do that. I just want you to provide me that information. And a lot of times, gas companies and water companies and electric companies will provide you a meter that you can get some real-time information off of. Another uh, area to capture some real-time information off on of, some of your bigger equipment, particularly if your uh, facility has been built in the last 10 or 15 years and you have a variable frequency drive on there, that information is already in there. You don't have to put any additional hardware in there. You can capture that off your building automation system. And again, it might not measure all of your building. It may measure just be on some of your major pieces of equipment. But those are things, important pieces of information to have, and you can use those. So start small, keep an eye on things, where you're going, and then start to look at conservation items.
1: Okay, great. Well, so we've talked about, you know, kind of the, where to start. What You know, what happens first and you get overwhelmed and where to start with those baby steps. Um, so after you've started to put some of these things in place, what comes next?
0: Well, I think... Uh, Uh, Even as part of putting some of these things together, looking at some resources that might be available to you Mm -hmm. that might be even free to you. Uh, Each one of the utility providers will probably have some contact person that, if you called them and said, I want to start on an energy conservation program, I need some help. Right. A lot of them have help to offer you. Mm -hmm. They'll come out, they'll do surveys, they'll do some things. Your local colleges or community colleges, if you have anybody in the area, a lot of times they're looking, students are looking for projects, and they'll say, I'll do, I'm looking for projects to do this or that. Use that resource to do that. Sure. And so those are, a lot of times, free resources to you. It might not, again, might not be your total comprehensive program, but you'll get a lot of information, you'll get a lot of help uh, to do that. And then you just start looking at some of the things that are big ticket items today. Lighting uh, is a big ticket item and a lot of places people start with with energy savings and uh, a lot of interesting things going on in the lighting space today with the new LED lights and the price of that is is dramatically coming down and the control of those is is, uh, becoming very reasonable now, very quick payback a lot of times within a year or 18 months of payback of those and Again, I think that when you do that, uh, start small. Prove to the organization what you're going to do. Right. The more you prove to them that you're actually doing some savings with these things, and prove to yourself that it's working, then you move on to bigger things, and you get more support uh, in accomplishing some of those bigger, bigger ticketed items.
1: Sure. And you know, one of the big things. In speaking about Dude U and, and these classes that we have, we last year we had a, a session, a roundtable session where people were sharing about all of the different things that they've done to save energy in their organizations. And out of that conversation, you know, we had one client who was talking about a performance contract that he'd done with his lighting retrofit. And so then the the another client was in the room, got with him afterwards, and found out step by step what they did. He then researched it when he went back to his community and found out, oh, I do have someone else in my community that's done this as well. So he went to his board and to decision makers with a well-informed decision of this is what we need to do.
0: And, and networking is a great way to get some help with sure. this. Uh, don't hesitate uh, when you're, uh, if you're coming to do you. Don't hesitate to talk to people about, hey, I'm thinking about this. What have you done with this? Right. Uh, If you're not and uh, you're in a local uh, association of some type with facility managers or just pick up the phone and call somebody Mm -hmm. uh, and say, what are you doing about this? What have you found out about this? And I would always ask when salesmen come and are talking to you about energy-saving ideas and concepts to say, okay, give me the names and phone numbers of the last Four people that have completely uh, implemented this, I want to talk to them. Yes. make a call. Yeah uh, don't don't you don't have to learn all the hard lessons yourself.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I, I was just looking through our class schedule um, for the conference as well, we do have Ori County. South Carolina is going to be sharing their story about a performance contract and and how they've saved money. So I definitely think that just using your resources and reaching out to those people around you, that's huge.
0: Yeah. And again, I would just say, don't be afraid of starting small. You don't have to uh, do the whole, the whole enchilada at once. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so find the energy to save energy. Uh, you have lots of other things that are going on in your organization. Find some free resources. Find, find some free help. Start with the bill, uh, bill data. Move on to some real-time just build on those things. Don't sure. feel like you it's so overwhelming that you can't make a difference because you can make a difference. You probably already know as a facility manager or energy manager where most of your energy is, is being used and consumed at. So start there, prove the savings, and then move out from there. Sure.
1: Okay, great. Well, awesome advice, and we, I look forward to sitting in. That is one of the classes I'll be sitting in, and <laughs> I do to you. So I look forward to hearing the rest of that. Um, thanks again for letting me be here. Uh, We will be back in two weeks. Quick reminder, since we've got the conference going on, um, we're going to be getting some interviews and some really great, interesting stuff for you guys coming up in um, April and May. So be on the lookout for that. But we won't be back until the last week in March. So um, you can check us out on iTunes or Stitcher. Um, Send us an email at podcast.facilitydude.com. We'd love to hear from you. And if you're coming to the conference, please search out Papa Dude. (laughs) He would like to talk to you. (laughs) And there's
0: only one Grace down there (laughs) in the company. And uh, so if you just ask for Grace or Papa Dude, they'll point you in our direction. We'd love to talk to you.
1: Absolutely. Thanks so much, Bob.
0: Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Facility Dude podcast. We'd love to hear your feedback about the show. Leave us a five star review on iTunes and help other facility operations professionals like yourself find the show. Email your questions or comments to podcast at facilitydude.com. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at FacilityDude. We look forward to hearing from you.